movies about sexy human cat hybrid people? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I'm Eliza Jansen. I'm Noah Jansen. And I'm Meg Jansen. Welcome to Twin Picks. Oh yeah. Gosh, I love movies. show where a pair of actual real-life human twins and their other sister, me, make a double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity and decide which one does its job better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so tempted in the opening then to, like, grab Pearl and just shake her and be like, meow. (laughs) 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 No, Jensen. I'm Eliza Jensen. I'm a Jensen. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. That was our cat. That would have been cool. It would have been good, yeah. I have to say, like, while we're a podcast about movies, cat movies, we're also, like, Secretly, real heads know that this is also a Lindsay Lohan podcast, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. top to bottom. Oh. Because we got some listener mail from my friend Hirsch about <laughs> and it was sent an article that said, "What's going on between Lindsay Lohan and Mohammed bin Salman? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia." Oh I ask God, myself every shit. day, "What yeah. is going on what between them?" What is going them? on with those guys? I haven't heard from them lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh but their ship, like their shipping name, would be so confusing, like Brangelina. Yeah, wait, like, it's Lilo Mohammed. Been sell her hand. <laughs> That's okay. okay yeah. Catchy. Yeah. <laughs> Catchy. Oh, shut up. That's gonna have a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say like cat a lot. It's gonna happen almost as yeah. much as it does in the movie that we're talking about. Oh god, yeah. Which happens a lot. They do not like yeah. shy away from their jokes. But yeah. um I just like I'll link to this article in the comments, but like we need to keep an eye on Lindsay. I'm worried about her, you guys. Yeah, good call. Is she okay? Well, I actually feel like as she's gotten older, maybe she's settled into her image as mm. like a train wreck. I'm a, yeah, I feel like no, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like she's a train wreck that's always gonna be okay. Oh, Wow. That's what people say about me. You mean like things, this is horrible, things can't get worse for her? <laughs> yeah. yeah. like she's Well, I just low. trust that she's found her own path. It's not what anyone wanted for her, but you know what? At least she's on one now. You well, know? this yeah. article hilariously says, while the Herbie fully loaded star and the vicious authoritarian would seem to make for an unlikely twosome, blah, blah, blah. Oh, says, my God. Um, sources told Page Six that it's not unusual for the rumours singer <laughs> to be courted by Middle Eastern dignitaries. They go crazy for her out there, exclaimed one insider. So, like, apparently we are like Middle Eastern dignitaries because we all go crazy for Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, oh, we That's do. our demographic. Well, that's we not the first race. time I've been compared because yeah. of my authoritarian personality. <laughs> yeah. We, we, our you first- You love killing journalists. <laughs> We need to do another Lohan episode, surely, because yeah. it's been ages. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah. I need my We'll fix. do Herbie soon. With what? I have a fun fact for Herbie. Herbie but and I- Ford vs Ferrari, to be topical. Yeah. No, Herbie and Christine, sentient car movies. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, this is a fun fact for when we do that, but I'm just going to say it now. Did you know that in Herbie Fully Loaded, they CGI her boobs Digitally smaller? minimise her boobs, yeah. Because yes. parents were like... Gonna, because they were like, parents are going to be like, she got them boobs. Oh, no. That's horrible. It is, Ew. isn't it? Wow. So sad. Poor gal. Speaking of none of the things we just talked about. (laughs) Alteration. Um, I was going to go into back to last week and say thank you to you guys, our listeners, for all the awesome feedback and stuff, all the great, um, like we heard about some of your favourite movies on Instagram and stuff and like lots of your thoughts and and those things. And to my sisters here, because of your lists Mm. and actually because of Anthony as well, I was like, okay, I'm going to go see some of these movies. So I had my first two days 
of the new year. God, you saw like five you movies. Saw so I saw, many movies. I saw yeah. four movies in cinemas, all of which were better than like most things I saw in cinemas <laughs> oh, the year before. Oh my God. So my list what this year is going to be maxed. I saw Portrait of Lady on Fire, Eliza's oh, number yes. one, yes, yes, yes. which was absolutely gorgeous. Had my first cry of 2020. Oh. Um, loved it, loved it, loved it. I, I love crying. Saw Good Little Women, you. like all of you, Little Women. Oh my God. No, I still haven't seen Little Women. Are you serious? Yeah. Nobody loves She's me. She's waiting to see Nobody. it with mum. It's the yeah. ultimate, like, take your mom movie. Yeah. It's, and Mums it's a big one for families as well. It's a big one for families because you go, no. Kind of. No, in this movie, you'll see that it's not. You'll see. In every she, other Little Women, Amy is like the shit one. Maybe Amy is the old me because 2020 me, I'm just trying to vibe out. I don't know. Oh. You're ascending to like a Joe or something. Yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm. No, maybe yeah, I'm Meg, you, need to bring, you need to bring your 2020 vibes into the podcast because Meg talks a lot about New Year vibes. Like she's a big like New Year, New Me person. It's only because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> so there's I'm, room to go up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what else? Um, and I saw The Farewell, which was Anthony's oh, favourite. And yeah. it was on Meg's. And um, Good for you. I loved it. And I was also very surprised by... Not surprised by, but like it was a gorgeously directed film. Like I yeah, it's very pretty. Foresee, it's really pretty. Yeah, didn't foresee I think that. I'm most eagerly anticipating seeing Uncut Gems yes. this year. I'm yeah. so excited for it. I love Sandler. Uh, I'm still the lighthouse. <sighs> We've been on our shit. Away. Oh, yeah. And I'm randomly excited. That the best thing like about, a week away. The best thing about your favourite genre being a dumb genre with dumb entries is when the dumbest <laughs> horror film's coming out, you, you get excited. Like Underwater with Kristen Stewart is out in a few <laughs> oh, days. Yeah. And I'm fucking keen. Like that's exciting for me. And that's like a dumbass movie. I yeah. love Kristen Stewart. She has the most like random trajectory right now. Yeah. Her well, and Robert Pattinson. She's, yeah, they're both kind they're of just both bopping around. Bopping well, that's what everyone says about Underwater is the thing of like, it's the star making turn that she should have had a few years ago because mm. it was filmed in like 2017. Oh. Just couldn't release it. They just like um, held on to it. Can't remember why. Yeah. Should we get underway? Should we start? Yes. Yeah, Dan, we, we talk should say what movies we're doing. Oh, yeah, we haven't said. Sorry. Our <laughs> first official episode of the year, that's not like a special and stuff. Yeah. How are we kicking things off, Eliza? We are kicking <laughs> things off with the worst movie of last year. Not in my opinion, but I think in publicly held opinion. This Objectively. is considered probably the worst movie of last year. Cats. By Tom Hooper. And the 1940s Tom Hooper. Tense romantic drama, cat people. Is it a yeah. tense romantic drama? I would call it more of like a horror? thriller. It's a horror thriller. thriller like thriller for the time. Yeah. It's anyway. thrilling. Yes, yeah, I would say it's horror. I wonder which one will win. I don't. I know which one's going to win. It's going to be a close call. So every week we're supposed to be taking notes. I must admit I'm the one who takes the least amount of notes. But this week my notes for Cats, the movie... Like the Tom Hooper I see movie. four dot points. It's just, there are four dot points. And the first is sad, sad, sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. These are handwritten as well. So you really were like, I need to get this down and really like made your hand. Yeah. And I could have just done, you know, that thing where you do like the double dot to show like <laughs> sad, I've sad three times, but no, I wrote it out. Oh my God. Long form. So there you go. I'm impressed. You, Cause you needed to remember that you were sad. Sad, sad, sad. Sad, sad, sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. sad, sad, sad. All right. Good, good, let's, good. let's start by looking at cats. Let's dive on in. <laughs> Cats <laughs> <laughs> is a 2019 fantasy musical directed by Tom Hooper of Les Miserables and the King's Speech fame. <laughs> and it has a really stacked cast of like great actors, singers, like crossover hits, like people from Broadway and like ballet and stuff, all in really, really like upsetting CGI. <laughs> 
trying to look like little cats who are on like a scale that is really not representative of how cats move or look or how they are. Nothing Why didn't they do anything be. to their yeah. fingers? Yeah. Why do they have fingers? And in the song, they're like, my paws, my claws. Every and single like, song. Your fingers, like oh, your so human t- hands. Every single human song hand. starts with identity. Oh my like, God. Every single song starts with like, I am a little cat that's tall and this is the colour. Like every yeah. one of the songs starts with yeah, how tall they are and the colour. And I'm like, that's the only you. information I know about you. Like, <laughs> that's all I'm supposed to know at this point. Yeah. But clearly uh, a lot of people uh, have been talking about this film. Like it's quite the meme at the moment. This yeah. was a movie like I think probably in like April or May last year they put out this promo video where it's like all the cast talking about why they're in it and Taylor Swift is like, I love cats, blah, blah, blah. And James Corden is like, they're cats, but they're people. <laughs> and Tom Hooper talks about this amazing digital fur technology that makes the actors look like cats. And like this promo sent people crazy. Everyone was like, yeah. this movie is so horrifying. I can't wait for it to come out. But clearly they weren't that excited because it made like no money. Yeah. And I was genuinely hated. surprised. I really thought that due to the attention stuff, it would... Because I was like, I feel like everyone's seeing this film because you really do have to see it. Everyone's to joking it. about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I guess but you didn't. Quite I'm almost like, how are you all joking about it? Because it literally is showing at no cinemas in Melbourne. It was so hard to find. Well, a I think a big time. part of it is so because I'm a loving brother and I wanted us to see this prestigious oh, this film as not. it was meant to be seen, my Christmas present to my sisters here was gold class tickets for us I all like to go see it. I like that at all. Together. I got you, I got you genuinely didn't like really it, nice no. gifts. Well, my, <laughs> mine was actually, really nice they too. Serve you gold utility. class is expensive. It's a nice experience getting to spend time with your siblings. With your siblings doing a thing that we all do together, together this collective family experience. Seeing a movie that was like sad, sad, sad. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> I... Well, we had a great time seeing it. And, and so I know. think part of why it's doing badly is because the whole joke about it is just like with Les Mis, like they fully were like, we are making a pre- like a prestige film. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're well, taking we'll, stage we'll... royalty to the silver screen yeah. or whatever. Is that, it's the classic thing of like every year there's one musical nominated for the Golden Globe Best Comedy slash Musical just because it's a musical. And they're yeah. like, that's going to be us. And the, this even is an event. When the yeah. Golden Globes are like, so no, much. that's when you know you fucked up. Like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Speaking of public reaction, mm. we reached out to all of you because, you know, like that this is a good film. This is a to, movie you will react to. Yeah. Totally. You can't like Everyone, memes on cats. The mm. memes are very fun. As Eliza said, one of our personal faves is a review that just said, <laughs> congratulations to dogs. <laughs> um, so we have uh, some, we've had some things sent in to us uh, about like some initial reactions the, the lights have just come up in the cinema and here is what some of our loyal listeners said. Cats are really great. Cats are really fun. My cat looks just like James Corden and not just in the tongue. You have to say Cordon. Cordon. So rhyme. Sorry. No. My cat runs around. My cat interviews guests. The cockroach he cockroach he ate was last week. I wonder who will be next. But my cat is often outshone by the giggly dog down the street. What the hell is this? This is so weird. Jimmy Fluffin is his name, and by him, my cat will forever be beat. That was sent in by a loyal listener by the name of Ewan Rosdahl. He uh, decided to sign off by saying, P.S., let the record show I haven't seen cats and remain unfamiliar with That's Mr. So Lloyd Webber's work. Can we talk about how it doesn't strike? Like, at first it's like, oh, it's like an ironic thing. And then it genuinely, like, kind of sounds like it's trying know. to be in the movie. I don't, I don't know get if what this it's is a poem or a song. 
I appreciate your friendship. This poem is saying his cat is like James Corden and there's a dog that's like Jimmy There's a Fallon. dog. This is like a whole other narrative that I just didn't <laughs> sign up for. Like That makes more sense than the film cats. Yeah, much more sense. I appreciate I you like and friendship train so cat, much. Whatever that's I love you with my whole heart. I didn't like this little okay. email contribution. I feel like all right. we Personally. should get on to breaking down this film. We really need to. I think of all the movies we've looked at, this might be the most difficult one to break down because it really does not have much of a structure. Like the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical itself is also just literally cats. Like they say, this musical is just cats coming forward and introducing themselves and why they deserve to have a second life and be made the like, jolly choice. Um, it, we were joking on the way, like you have a common thing with musical like adaptations for movies. It's like, oh, like because the, the nature of the form of a musical is different to a movie, like what do you cut to make time and like what's the narrative spine? Like... There is no universe where in the writing of this film they were like, mm, we should cut this song. It doesn't really serve the story. Yeah. Because there is no story. every single song and anything in this movie is exactly what will be cut a second into anything else because that's the yeah. nature of the show Cats. Yeah. I think we should just go cat by cat because depending it's on a great which idea. number yeah. you're watching, the movie can either be really monstrous and make you really uncomfortable yeah. or it can be like really enjoyable. Like I'm just going to start it by saying like, I don't hate this movie that much. Like the more I think about it, the more I like it. I genuinely had a very good time with this film. See, I think of it almost as just like a funny commentary on the fact that there were so many eyes on this. So many people were involved in this goddamn film. Everyone thought it was And they all thought it was so good. And it's like, like, I think the consensus is this is horrifying. Imagine going to the premiere of this and being like Taylor Swift and being like, yes, like I'm back in the movies, I, kids. You literally like, can't watch it and not think about the behind the scenes. I'm it, saying to Eliza, like I keep on thinking about Tom Hooper, like the way that I would think as the director of famously ridiculous material like Cats, yeah. the way that you, you would engage with it is be like on the first day with your giant all-star cast, you'd be like... So Let's <laughs> like, just have this fun is with pretty it, weird, guys. right? I know. Um, but look, they what we're going to do is capture direction. the spirit. I think something we're going to talk about this episode, particularly compared to Pix, is like the spirit of a cat. Yes. Like, yeah. What is a cat? What is a cat? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, that's what he wanted. He wanted to cat. Like I get the T.S. Eliot thing where it's like, Cats just do their own fucking rules and they're they weird and creepy. They have their own rules yeah. and yeah, right? I don't get that. Literally, I know that Tommy would have been like, this is prestigious material. Like, he was this like, is yeah. Jellicle means community. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted them to like believe that they were making like a really serious, important musical. But it's yeah, so depressing completely. then hearing these like really established actors agree. Like it's the Dame movie 43 Judy thing. Dench. It's the movie 43 yes, thing of being like, Judy Dench having... would have been like, oh, Ian McKellen's doing it. I'll do it. And then Taylor Swift would have been like, oh, Ian McKellen. Oh, I'll be in a cool movie with Ian McKellen. And Jason Drula would have been like, yeah, I'll do it with Taylor yeah. Swift. And like all of them would have signed on. Like, and then they're all just like, uh, shit more than together. ever watching this movie, I'm kind of like, oh, you guys are puppets. Like this is this is literally just you doing what you've been told to do. I feel. And we'll, I'm sad we'll for talk you. about. I think part of going through each cat should be like how embarrassed you are for each of them. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I gotta say, like, I don't think any of them phone it in. Even the performances no, that I don't, don't think work, starting off with the first single performance, which is Rebel Wilson, who yeah. arguably has the worst song in the film. It's Absolutely a scary sequence. The cockroaches terrifying. are so not producing. Real I need uncanny. to say, I genuinely was like really excited for the movie. Like, because we're at the start of the movie, I was really excited for the movie, like, ready to go. I was, Eliza, when I was, that music started, I was quite unsettled. Like, I genuinely, I see horror films all the time. I really tense I kept on turning to Eliza and I was like, oh, like, I really just wasn't happy. Like, I mean it. Like, I was like, 
Yeah. And 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 we've skipped over the opening song, which is a bop, Jellicle. Jellicle. And like how full of intention the word. They literally are all trying so hard. It's so funny. I keep on singing in my mind, them caring so much. Anyway, moving on to Rebel. Okay, so Rebel Wilson, Jenny Any Dots, the Gumby Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. She um has the first song of the film, which is Oh God, she is one of the cats that wants to be made into the jellical choice. She wants to be given the chance to have another life. And her song that she sings is her singing about how she's real fat and she falls over stuff all the time. Uh, and, and who in their right mind thinks, like she's literally appealing to be like, please, can I go to heaven? And this <laughs> is where she goes with it. Like who in their right mind is saying like, I'm fat and fun, like to get Aww. to heaven. I'm but sorry. But also that's just James Corden th- Corden's thing. I feel I so know. bad that they basically had the it same packs, song. The same, like, this scene packs boom, boom, boom. most mm. of the film's worst choices into it. Like, yeah. you know, like the little mice things with like, yeah. it's the biggest scene for like when people move their faces, just like weirdly move. Poorly rendered. With, like, yeah, like, complete. Very, yeah. It almost uh, feels like it's lagging. You're like kid pick. Like, oh. yeah, I, like, I truly just despise Rebel Wilson's performance in this. I liked her the most I've ever liked her in Jojo Rabbit recently. Yeah, me too. That's the most I've ever liked her. I truly just think she is such a, she looks, she's one of the only people that in this looks like quite afraid of the room. I don't think so. Like you're more of a performer. It's like you know better. But like I thought she was fine. You're very right that because is is Bustafa Bustafa next? What's next? No, then it's Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. I have just been hearing the soundtrack in my head for like months and months. And he do do, do what he do. do. Oh my do. god! Um, so Jason Derulo's main form of dancing is like doing cool feet moves. Yeah. It's very like 2008, like but prong. It's what he's nature, always been doing. The nature of the CGI <laughs> yeah. is that they are wearing shoes on the set and they CGI yeah. them off. So all of the foot moving looks like he's levitating, and yeah. it's so scary. Maybe he is. He's Jason yeah. Derulo. He might be able to do that. You don't. You know. almost wonder whether he like sat down with the very prestigious choreographer who, what's his name? Choreographer of Hamilton. And who they like hyped up so much. And Jason Derulo was there and he's like, oh, like I get that you want me to be a cat, but like, have you seen my music videos? (laughs) Like, this is my brand. This is where we move into the next new problem of the ensemble, use of ensemble and the live singing thing. Okay, so my big thing with the ensemble Mm. is the thing with like, all my, like, I've worked before with people who have been in Cats and, like, mm. been swings in Cats. And they all say... Shells of people. <laughs> their eyes are so it's, it's the biggest thing like for, like, it's seen. the same as uh, ballet dancers that do the Nutcracker, where it's, like, if you've done it yeah. and you meet someone else that's done it, you, you're, like, family. Like, yeah. they're literally, like, being in it is the best. Yeah. But, like, it destroys your body. It's, like, like a, a weird community. On the first day of rehearsals, each person gets three adjectives. <laughs> and for three days, you just like r- crawl around and you're like, I'm mysterious and cheeky and rude. Wait, like, what are your wait, three oh adjectives? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to do like random adjective. Okay, okay. great. I, I, one of mine would be mysterious. If I don't get I cheeky in there, well, I'm going to be sad. I want to be like McCavity. Guys, when we get into McCavity, no. I am so passionate about McCavity. I nearly cried at the end of the movie. No, what? You at the start were quite so threatened sad by McCavity. Okay, nothing cool. makes you sad as McCavity is so threatening at first. It's a yeah. sexy coat. And I just know, it's like really selling it. And I'm like, you're not embarrassing in this, dude. You're doing so well. McCavity is basically cat Satan or like. Yeah, yeah he's the devil Some, cat. Yeah. Imagine being Idris Alba and being like, I. 
Idris? I reckon it's I Idris. I thought it was Idris. I think it's Idris. I'm not oh, sure. Whatever. Who am yeah. I? Anyway, being like, I'm probably going to be the next James Bond. And then not only do you not get James <laughs> Bond, but you are in Cats. I'm so sad for oh him. Oh, my God. They're like, you can be the James Bond like of Cats. You can be the cool one. <laughs> Literally. And the end, they're like, all right, now take off the coat. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. So the second he takes off the coat, <laughs> he's like- You ma- see his like bare cat he's man got chest. And they make him start dancing and singing. Very and he looks crushing. so uncomfortable. And he's like a weird like mustache twirling like, Oh rats! I got caught out, villain, and it's so embarrassing. And I was yeah, like, "It's almost vaudevillian." You you're like, "No." I was like, "You were untouchable at first. Like you yeah. were actually getting through yeah. this." Yeah. Oh. Did you guys feel like if the cats? Okay, so the cats don't have genitals or a butt crack. Do you feel like if they had that, it would somehow be less perverse? I think it would be better. Just had, like, yeah. What do we? At least they we're have. admitting, like, yes. You're right. You've got us there. These are humans, and they do have. Okay, fur I say so. Oh either God. you do cost, you, you do like it's not CGI, or they all wear clothes. Stage show. They all wear. Either everyone McCavity gets clothes or no one gets fine. clothes. McCavity looks fine. Yeah, he does. Yeah, guys. McCavity looks fine. I'm not oh, happy. With like ballerinas, you need to show their body. Like it's they very can't be wearing a bulky ass. They could be the wearing a little. hip-hop guys wearing oh, just hip-hop shoes. Oh, and I'm hell. sorry, but they are incredibly established dancers in their own right and so have very flourishing careers. Time and for then the dance topic. They've done this fucking mm. – and why would you – I don't understand. Like if we're thinking from about Cats, the original text, the choreography is so central mm-hmm. to this show. Like the whole point is that everyone's – moving in the same style it's so feline like that's the point why would you bring hip-hop and all these like contemporary styles into it because <laughs> it just the... further detracts from the fact that like you're trying to do a cat thing like I'm, that yeah. the clothes the human quality it's like all these things they're doing it's like do you want us to think i have that with the onset <laughs> singing for me i go like you're already making taking enough dumb risks with this dumb fucking property yeah. what we need is for this to sound really well produced musically yeah and but it's it's not. because because they want to be like oh like, like he didn't lay Miz, where he's like mm. i'm making a prestigious film so they're going to sing on it's set be gritty. i'm mm. like but now you have jason derulo who's like a really Great He's pop like singer. Pop yeah. The first oh half of that song is just like, and I'm yeah. like, sing yeah. it, you Anytime fun. the cat people are like jumping or spinning or they jump, it sounds horrible. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it does so again bad. now on the, the dancing thing, as Meg said. So, Cats is a dance fucking show, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I get that you've gotten this ensemble that are not great singers, honestly. Like, yeah. they can't really sing because they're amazing dancers. But then I'm not even singing that much of them. But then I don't see you yeah. dance because yeah. you cut away every fucking second. Like, the best bit in the whole show, Jellicle, when they do like the Jellicle dance, he cuts away every second to show Grizabella having a fucking sook. And I'm like, I don't care. I know she's going to be the Jellicle choice. I don't fucking care. I want to see them dancing. Have you guys seen that tweet? And it's like, Watching Jennifer Hudson thinking that this She's is her Oscar-worthy exactly. performance. Guys, I got the so emotional when she did Memory. It's beautiful. Memory is a beautiful song. Yeah. Like, sorry, it is. But she's so sad. She's so it's sad. So and beautiful. she's snotty and... And Francesca's yeah. really... Oh, Francesca and Hayward that as Victoria. It's taking <laughs> such a choice on her. Oh, my but God. Such, such a chance. But, yeah, there's something about watching... The people in this film think like, yeah, like this is solid. We're doing good I work didn't here. I like when all the cats came out and basically oh. slut shamed Grizabella. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't Leave know what alone. a history is, but this seems like they're mad at her for being a sex worker cat. <laughs> what is this? Like, is she a sex worker cat? Well, they're like, oh, she sold her soul to McCavity and she worked at this nightclub or something. I was like, what? Like, what, what is this? What is this cat nightclub? Um, yeah. So, 
cats do we do we just say <laughs> so, cats, cats. <laughs> do we say what our favorite cat is or do we keep moving i'm gonna through? just really quickly like okay. say yeah. them off and, and you then, guys just yeah. say so yeah rum tum tugger slaps we all agree right oh not as much as it should but it still does yeah it's pretty good then james corden oh no he I, was fine he made me co- more comfortable than i was when he came out. at first i was like oh, oh I, I don't even like him that much but i was like this is so sad but he has little moments where i was like he, he has like little dumb improv bits that don't fit here but i was like you are making me more comfortable and yeah. like I was Breaking embarrassed for you and now I'm Gordon not. He broke the tension numb. of what I was being forced to view. No, mm. I completely disagree. I think it's cowardly that they threw in like really 2019, like, um, so yeah, we're cats, like jokes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't need that. Stick to the like crazy fantasy of like an 80s mega musical. Yeah. yeah. Have them just okay, be super yeah. serious. Yeah, completely. Interesting. I don't know. Something about James Corden was comforting because I'm kind of like, if he's going to be in any movie, it's going to be this. He deserves this movie. He, so, oh, yeah. he belongs. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But at the same time, that's I think like, I agree. rankings. You could also do who belongs in this film. And who yeah. Doesn't, yeah, you know? that's true. I think the further the film pulls away from its like weird 80s supercharged like hyper. The more real it tries to be. Yeah, the more upsetting it is. So if it's trying to be all like, yeah. But then, oh, this goes into the weird thing about like with this film, exactly what makes this the electric viewing experience it is, is that it is so fucking confused about what it is. And if it was just the electric 80s thing, then it would be boring. Yeah. On the DVD, they're going to use your quote, electrify your experience. All right, do next next one. Mungo, Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Pretty Um, great. Yeah, good, good. good. Especially because you don't know them as celebrities. It was Mungo, Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Um, right. no, big, big scene for weird proportions of things. Well, like they'll pick something the up scale. and I'll be like, why is that? Like they'll pick up a like rack of lamb and they can hold it. I'm like, why would this family have cooked yeah. this rack of lamb for the size of this weird cat thing? Yeah, these cats are like the size of Coke cans and then yeah. they will hold up rats and you're like, that rat must be like a little <laughs> time. You know what the scale of this movie really reminds me of is that episode of That's So Raven where, oh where Raven she, Simone plays like every like character like in the family. Murphy, yeah, and they have like a baby and she's like playing the baby so it had like the big high chair. But it's not baby proportions. Like it's not anyone. baby proportions. And I, if you watch the behind the scenes I sort of do it like how we did it, like how we put like, We know how you did it. And I'm like, <laughs> I know what we did and I didn't like it. <laughs> That's what this reminds oh me God. of. Uh, this uh, a bit, and the, the, in so many scenes there's funny bits but like a background character will be holding a prop and it's clearly just Tom Hooper being like, ha that's a big person thing. And I'm like, like there's a bit where in the background one of the cats is holding playing cards and I'm like, okay, great. Cause they're like, he's like, simply look at the size of that spoon. It looks huge to that cat. All right. Then we have, okay. This bit is a bit that I reckon if I saw this movie while I was like drunk or high, I would cry if I saw it when old Deuteronomy comes in and they're all like, yes. no. Eliza's song is on the car. Like, oh, I think it's beautiful. Well. I've never No, that's magical Mr. Mistopheles. Oh, wait, what's what's now that I'm again? Leave my eyes, my mind may be wandering, but I confess <laughs> I believe it is all due to Have you seen Ronnie. this more than once? No, I haven't. It just really like. It's the only scene where the nuzzling into someone works. You know they like, nuzzle into That's her, how cats, like, like I guess in, in the real world as well, like <laughs> show affection. The they like cats. shove their little heads into each other. But it also feels like we're being like, oh thank God. Like James Judy dentures here. It's gonna bring a sense of gravitas to this. And then we immediately go into the <laughs> yes, Ooh, the jelly ball, amazing. It's like the opening scene of climax. No, but it, it has infuriates that infuriates me. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's very climax. It, it doesn't again doesn't show enough the dance, but yes, moving on. Then, 
Oh, by the way, after every one of these, McCavity shows up and goes like, <laughs> gonna munch on you a bit later on and then disappears. <laughs> he makes someone disappear. And sometimes he goes, McCavity. Oh, he goes, <laughs> and like disappears. I don't want to stress this too much, but I, I do feel like this is worth saying. Like this man was in the wire. I thought like, you were going to say, I don't want to stress this too much. He is hot as McCavity. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, no. He is the most fuckable cat until he takes off the coat. No. No. Hard disagree. Victoria either, is most fuckable. Rum Tum Tugger. But oh, I like a girl Oh, God, next there's too much competition. <laughs> Give him a rum tum tugger. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most sexual name? No, what's the Monka Strap, the Who? main guy. Who? Okay, the oh, great. Oh, Eliza talks guy? a lot about him. He he's doesn't great. get names, but he actually is so fully realized. He's so complex. He's a leader. <gasps> oh, God. But he's. Okay. Shut up. He's the great oh. cat that like, introduces every song. He's like, I know. Oh, like the MC almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought he was pretty hot. Oh, can we briefly talk with Old Deuteronomy? With Old Deuteronomy, can we talk about the bit where she just. Literally says like experience and oh my like that god that song was There's, so dumb. It's like one it's verse after, that means yeah. is so nonsensical. It's literally like I have no idea. It what has like saying. no meter. It's just Judy Dench saying like cats from generations. Their experience are ineffable. <laughs> like, the extent like, of the ethereal. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, yeah. But she was good. Then we have Ian McKellen. Oh, I don't think he embarrasses Ian. himself. I thought he was fine. He kind of just shouldn't be in the movie. It's just a waste of time. We forgot yeah. about the most boring chunk of the movie where for the once Taylor it Swiss isn't song. like electric and like yeah. if it's not like it's not it's entertaining because it's so fucking weird. There is 15 minutes here where it's fucking boring, which is Francesca Haywood, a ballerina, and a really again gets out of the movie unscathed. I think she's really she's good. A nice, like, good reaction. But she can't yeah. sing singing a shitty she's be, just like, cast against everyone. Yeah, singing a yeah. shitty Taylor Swift song. That's the only song that's trying to be more like Normal. Yeah, it's trying to be like actually heartwarming. Yeah, and like and the radio friendly. Yeah, and the initial version of Memory, which doesn't have the belt, so don't Who waste my time. Cares? It's yeah. just like the Blue Balls version of Memory, and then <laughs> they get back on with the dancing, and then the Railway Cat Skimbleshanks. Worst scale stuff ever. Eliza pointed out when they they dance on the <laughs> like that? tracks, they dance on the railway oh, tracks, and they yeah. are, I'm like, you are smaller than mice. There's a wide <laughs> shot where they're literally like, you can't see them. Surely <laughs> <laughs> there's technology to like. Far rail that in, like rain that in, like the whole like. Surely there's something in the editing room in post production that's just like error, <laughs> error. Like this is not like, <laughs> consistent with that's the other so scenes. Funny. Oh my god! In the editing booth, error just keeps coming up and Tommy's yeah. like, ignore that. Ignore it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it'll be all right. Push on. It's like art is risk. <laughs> <laughs> and then McCavity by Taylor Swift as Bumblearena. McCavity. What is McCavity. catnip? You don't know. It's a real thing. It's like. But what is it? It's just like a little weed or herb that Taylor. Swift, like, is she a drug addict in this movie? She roofies the she cat. She roofies them. Yeah. I was about to say. I was just saying. It was Taylor Swift's dad's thing? idea to put the catnip in the scene. Did you know that? It's Get out really of there. Beautiful. Isn't she it is in a, a good feud with her dad? Song. Really? Yeah. Something about her music. Mr. Swift. Her catalog. No, isn't that Scooter Brown? Yeah, but like, he's like on the board of the. Oh, that's not good. Guys, look this up. Sounds like a Britney situation. Like, yeah, it is a Britney situation. It's tragic. Maybe situation. he's like trying to tank her career. That's how why are we going like, to talk about cat? Pe- like, I'm like, how am I going to go from this energy yeah. to talking about cat? We've been I'm talking just about this for a really long as time. As we should be, it but, needs it. Right. It really does. Okay. We have to talk about the Jellicle choice as well. Oh, okay, no, let's talk about okay. memory. B- best scene, scene in the film. Yeah. Really? I love memory. No, it's just the best scene in the film. No, no, no. Memory is the least. Least problematic. Cats scene of the film <laughs> yeah. in the sense that it's oh. the m- moment that feels the most like a movie for me. Mm. You're right. The best scene in the yeah. film is something that would feel chaotic energy. The it's opening the most probably, loyal to the show. The, the first 10 minutes for me yeah. was the most but cats it's not experience good. because I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mungo, Jerry and Rumpel teaser might be the best bit. 
where I was like, wow, I feel quite solid. I, don't like, like I felt comfortable. I was what like, this the, is good. Yeah. 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 True. You feel more comfy. Um, I hated the train thing. I was like, just we stopped with out. this dumb random shit. You know, and it's not a thing. Is that a real thing that some trains have a cat that drives the train? Apparently. <laughs> I think they drive okay, it. To close yeah. a convo about cats, can we talk about like the thing that this film wants to like thematically be about the spirit of like cats and like how they defy rules and yeah. logic and it's supposed to be like poetic and weird like T.S. Yeah. Eliot stuff. But my thing with it, just generally my blanket statement now is never once do you approach getting over the uncanny valley so you yeah. never even begin to engage with that, mm. which makes, and since that's such a singular thing it's trying to make you do, you're just like immediately not on board and the whole time yeah. you're just like s- screaming. Like the text is so weird and singular in the first place, like the musical. Mm. I don't know if there's a way they ever could have made it really relatable or like make you watch it and take away anything other than like, yep, mm. those are cats. Yeah. <laughs> but I honestly just not- don't think there was any way to do this film that wasn't just literally them filming the musical of this. Yeah, like that I would have I do this not we know saying, how else you I would, would do love this. to watch Totally. That. We were saying yeah. cats as a property isn't good, but the best version of it possibly, because the thing about the movie that I get is you do want to do like, Oh, look at the cats like going into different stores and yeah. shops and like picking things up and going into different places. Oh my God. This should have been Just one of those one of those live musicals yeah, like, like Grease. Grease yeah. Live, yeah. Who could you Jennifer Hudson would have done it. Yeah. James Corden would have done it. Yeah. He would have been like, thanks. Jason Derulo would have done it. You wouldn't it. have had the dame Not the Taylor Swift. Swift. She wouldn't have done it, I don't reckon. Who no, could I we, think she might have. Vanessa yeah, yeah, Hudgens had, would be in it. Who could be Rebel Wilson? Yeah. Um oh uh, uh, um Nikki Blonsky. Oh Hi Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray. Um yeah. I have See, perfect. I just feel sad, sad, sad right now. I'm ready to move. Have your notes changed? My notes haven't changed. It still says sad, sad, sad. I do think, though, if its aim is to say that, suggest that cats have this kind of other spirituality and that their world has its own logic, I think it kind of does that in a nice way sometimes. Let's talk about that when we compare the picks. You're right. Oh, yeah, because both movies truly have to say. I truly mean it. How are we going to talk about cat people? Well, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. is a 1942 romantic horror, would we say? I yeah. would want to say I think that's thriller, drama. For the time, it's a horror. For the time, it's people fucking running for the hills. They're so scared. In the wow, what stuff. if a cat was a woman? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, directed by Jacques Tourneur, who's a terrific horror director, mm-hmm. director mm-hmm. in general, but his mm-hmm. movies like Night of the Demon and this are really excellent. And it's about a beautiful woman, Irena, who's this refugee from Europe and she has this growing paranoia from this old folk tale that if she becomes aroused or excited, like sexually or just like gets too emotional, she will transform into a big cat, a panther. And that kind of flares up because she gets together with this guy who's an absolute dolt, like really boring protagonist. He's so boring. (laughs) He literally never establishes a personality. And right up front, one similarity between cats and cat people that I really liked was like (laughs) cat people came out in this era of like a way more flashy like film exhibition and prints of the film when they went to cinemas, the exhibitor at cinemas got a card 
with instructions on how to promote the film and like kind of hype it up and stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the suggestions was stencil paw prints leading to your theatre. Send out a small group of men and women dressed as cats to walk through the streets with cards on their backs reading, a cat's people. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and people like, would do that and they'd be like, no. <laughs> like they're not. Like, I, so don't I don't think that's the question of this movie. Are cats people? Are cats people? That isn't at all <laughs> what the film is challenging. No. I feel like if you saw someone dressed as a cat with this like crackhead thing on their back, I don't think I'd be like, oh, I want to go see that movie. <laughs> this movie, that like marketing strategy is literally like the directors of this film and like all the producers and stuff sitting down with the marketing team and they've like read the title and nothing else. Oh, and completely. Like, it's like we know nothing okay, about so this so basically what we're thinking is we'll take it at like the cat people angle. It's like, where do you go with this? Well, film? interestingly, <laughs> mm -hmm. the producer of this film, Val Luton, who's like a big, <laughs> big, <laughs> May is mad at us talking about so much about cats. She hates um, the cats. Val Luton produced this film and a lot of like amazing, like terrific um, horror movies in the 30s and 40s. And he worked for RKO and like he had these three really strict rules for the movies he produced that he was handed down, like he couldn't control it. One was that they had to be in this really tight budget. They had to be under 90 minutes and they he was given the titles. <gasps> so he must have just mm. been told, make a movie called Cat People. <laughs> and this is what he made. Like how sick is it? Wow. Can it's you incredible. imagine being like and literally no, under 90 minutes? Down it's budgeted as hell. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, wow. I, I, I knew about the film before watching it. Like I know you've always like loved yeah, it. Really I've loved meant to watch it. Like it's quite like iconic for, or like quite well known for what I'm sure we'll talk about, which is kind of the new means of presenting horror in mm. cinema that it kind of uh, um, pioneered. Uh, I knew about like the Luton bus, like the idea yeah. of that as a convention. So essentially there's a terrific, one of the first like scariest scenes in the film is um, oh, we should probably when Alice, talk about, the yeah. hoe. Alice, we can the summarize hoe. the movie. Yeah, a little summarize bit the plot a bit, Eliza, so, and then I'll move back to what the Luton bus is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh well, wait, no, have we? Kind of, but yeah, okay. Basically, Arena yeah. when she feels like she's starting to kind of lose her grip on her boyfriend, her husband. They get married, mm. sorry, and because she has this paranoia that she's going to turn into a cat, she's in therapy for it, and she feels him kind of slipping away from her and moving towards his boring as fuck like pedestrian co-worker mm. Alice who Meg thinks is a big hoe. And <laughs> Super hoe. Alice yeah. is walking home from work one night in the dark and the set is really exceptional because she's walking so along. It's, is it along like a river? It's like a, it's like like a, a, looks like a cobblestone like mm, kind like of a like channel, channel almost. Kind yeah. of thing, but she's yeah. walking between street lights so the light will change from second to second yeah. and she's being followed by something like she hears footsteps. And the scene is kind of one of the first really successful examples of a jump scare because mm. while she's looking behind you and the audience is thinking it's a giant cat is going to come yeah. and attack her, mm. yeah. a bus suddenly pulls up and it hisses like that pneumatic hiss of going and yeah. it's terrifying because you're like, I can't, it no, is it's terrifying. just a bus. And that's like the convention of that, like obviously is so common now, like if anything the way that it's referenced more now is with a people literal like, cat. People like, jump scares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. People hate that shit now. Mm. Um, but this film immediately is so like gripping with its use of like, to me, I'll just always remember this film as the film that like, is so gripping for how it uses shadow and like darkness yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like at the, in this time, horror is like the universal monsters, like Frankenstein and Dracula, which is all yeah. about like, Characters. look at how fucking gross it is. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's so yuck. I'm so scared. Yeah. Which <laughs> means that those films are wonderful, particularly like yeah. Dracula and Frankenstein, yes. the ones that have aged better. they're very yeah. theatrical. They very are. Very theatrical. The horror in this film is that everything is designed so that you never know what's happened and, and how it's happened. Like mm. I think something that assists with this that I didn't read as much about, but that I thought was amazing is the sound design. Like, mm. 
how every, like it's not like it'll just be like a panther like uh, like a cat going like it's like <laughs> that but it also sounds like metallic and it sounds yeah. human yeah. and it sounds primal and it sounds like a bunch of things yeah. so that at all times you're really like uncertain of like yeah. Is she turning into a cat or has she already let loose panthers oh, from the like, zoo? It's already or? scary if she is just a crazy woman going around killing people Fucking or like a. with murderous yeah. intent. Like that's yeah. bad totally. enough. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never really know. I think I agree. I think this film for me is the first example of horror as an aesthetic as opposed to like a narrative totally. like proposition. Mm. And I think that that is what makes this film interesting. I think to some extent though, it does mean that like from the outset, we are very overtly, or at least in my opinion, it was very overt what they wanted you to think. Like, you know, they almost act as if we're dancing around, like, is she a cat or is she not? And it's mm. like, it's pretty obvious that this is where it's going to end up. Oh, so that didn't really function for you too well. I, I don't think it wasn't as if I got to this, this climax and was surprised by, by any means. I but, kind of didn't realise how... Um, but I, I don't think that detracted um, for it. I didn't know how ambiguous it, was, um, ambiguous it was supposed to be. So I didn't... What didn't work for me is... At the very, I love, very end. I love the final image mm. of her dead... Of her, like, lying like, dead yeah. in front of the opened cage. I don't like that in the last five minutes we see her use the key to open up the cage and let the panther out because to mm. me it's a much more powerful image to just see her standing in front of the open cage mm. and you go, has the panther been doing these kills? Has, has it been her? Is she the, the panther? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like so many, to me that yeah. was more so the function of – it almost made me – I hate that thing where you watch a film and like you feel like, oh, I'm working at all these things for myself. It's making me have a great time. And then the movie removes some of your options yeah. that you've made for yourself. I think that, I think that too. I think you got to a conclusion it was almost a little bit too um, – A clean. Yeah, clean, too yeah. textbook. Yeah. And I guess part of that has to do with the fact that since this film – came out in the 40s so many conventions of horror have like tempted different ideas it's of what true. we're thinking about we're coming from a de- we're very asking different it to like pioneer a bunch yeah, of stuff that hasn't yeah. happened we're thinking yeah. we're coming from a very different perspective as viewers of the time would have yeah. but i do think i came to this film and i loved it but i didn't like it for any narrative cleverness or anything really i loved I, it I, for its aesthetic and that is what did it for me you're right i think the hiss of the bus that is such an interesting idea or even just how it plays with Shadow when she's... The pool the, scene? Yeah, the pool scene and That's the stairs. It, it uses these, oh, like, stairs and then uses Shadow almost as if the, like, um, bars of the staircase, like, rail. It sort of is, like, the same, like, aesthetic theme as the bars of, on the cage of this mm. panther. And it's just so consistent in that value that... I almost didn't care to know much more about the narrative. I yeah, almost didn't right. care to find I out what was happening. Like, with each watch, I find it more and more layered. Like we're talking about mm-hmm. it from like a 21st century horror perspective. Yeah. But what about about what about seeing it as a movie from the 40s, like post Hayes Code, that's about female sexual sexuality? Desire. Yeah, like mm-hmm. another thing that I hadn't thought about at all. Now it's, every yeah. movie until now. Like we had Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct, movies about mm. evil, crazy like erotic women thrillers, whose like lust drives woman, them to do yeah. awful shit. This yeah. movie is, more progressive is about that, <laughs> yeah. but it can't use any of that language. It can't be vulgar in any way. Like its sexuality is so restrained and I yeah. think it adds yeah. to the movie so much. I yeah. think that does too. It, it, um, that tension, that almost, yes, yeah, sexual tension of this film, it absolutely adds to the horror tension. And I think that is interesting to think about where it was coming from postcode and also just even like, you know, how it's positioning these two women, Alice and Irina or whatever, mm. against mm. each other. That's interesting. That's like a real commentary. Yeah. Mm. This For is one like, being an American. Yeah. Like 
office worker. Office worker, girl next door. Her oh. ideal date is going to a fucking boat museum. She's, she's boring like so as well. Aryan. Versus Arena, who's yeah. European. She's an artist. She's a fashion illustrator. Yeah. And she has this really dark past. Yeah, from this like really exotic. What, mm. Where is she from? Is it Serbia? Serbia? Yeah. Serbian. And even that, the whole kind of like feline-esque I was about to say, thing what a of the Serbian. Simone Simon. Like oh, literally Simone you look Simon. at it like if you did not know anything about this movie and you were watching some scenes of it, you'd be like, she's very feline. She, yeah. And yeah. it's, I don't know how much of it is me just like conflating the two actresses and obviously because Eartha Kitt did Catwoman. Mm. But you can't watch this and not think of Eartha Kitt. Right, like, yeah. right. It, it really lends itself. I, oh, that sucks they didn't do a remake in the 60s. I know. Can you imagine? Yeah. It's so Eartha cool. Kitt. This ah. film makes itself. It's a dumb Paul Schrader remake. I hadn't no, seen that. No, it's good. Yeah, it's oh, good. It it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. It's a lot more like, because it's 80s, it's like a lot more vulgar though and, and sexy, it can be a lot like, more explicit. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she give it a watch. But yeah, this film makes itself so available to so many readings, especially like- I would love to read like a feminist. In the days, movie. in the days since something for me that I've been like, God, movies now don't like movies just now are starting to grapple with this. And it's something that is definitely an undercurrent in the film is I love the way that it reflects um, kind of like gross face value relationships that are all about like the superficial, you know, yeah. like, well, they're like we're a good match. Let's immediately get exactly. married. Exactly, yeah. It's <laughs> about that. And the thought, like, it's a great thing of, I recently watched Vertigo and I love Vertigo, but I don't really buy the rock. I don't buy their attraction. I don't, I don't get that why the original each other. Yeah. The, yeah, the initial why they'd be together. What works for me? We know we're talking about cats, mate. Shut up. Um, <laughs> what like really is so incredible here is you are like, Oh, this woman is mysterious and conflicted and complex mm. and like mm. also mysterious, which is a thing that now we joke about like soft boys doing, you know, like, they, like women, what like, are they? Yeah, and they go like, "Oh my god, you know how they're like, you're so damaged and beautiful. I want to get with you." And then the second that they're like, they're like "Okay, they're now like, you're oh, complex. that's a bit complicated. Yeah, yeah, I can't now that. I'm out. That's and literally, literally what the movie from is. The outset, it's him being yeah. like, "Oh, she got complicated. I'm gonna and go." And she's like, with the whole time, else. like, yeah. I cannot kiss. Like, I, I, from the outset, she's like, I can't be with you. Can't yeah. Be. At yeah. first, he's like, "Oh, you're mysterious and stuff," and then he's like, "Now this is annoying." And she's like, "I am just. I told you I was this." And she's like, "I'm working on it." Like, it's not like she ignores it. She's like, "I'm very scared, and I'm literally seeking professional help." Yeah. And the therapist is. And he's like, you're, he's, he's like, your like, sexy complication like, isn't sexy anymore. Her. I'm out. Yeah. Like, it's so this incredible. Film's moral I buy the romance. Compass is so progressive, especially yeah. for its time. And I, I do wonder though how if this was lost on its audience, mm. like what's the legacy of this I think film? Because of the Hayes Code, which just to like summarise if people haven't heard of it, was a set of restrictions imposed on Hollywood film after the mid-30s or something, which had really, really strict boundaries on how films could show violence and profanity and like anti-Christian values, but especially um, women's sexuality, like women had to be pretty covered up. If they were really promiscuous, they had to die at the end of the movie. Really like rigid mm. moral templates for how characters in films <laughs> had to appear. And I think the movie gets away with its like secret feminist message that we're reading into <laughs> today by kind of still following the idea that like, you know, women are like Eve, they're evil. And like, yeah. no matter what, like women are drawn to do the wrong thing and like mm. to tempt people and kill them and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, completely. Yeah, I don't, uh, I think it can be hard to tell whether the movie is always sympathetic of Irina. Yeah. yeah. But watching it now, you're like, this poor woman, like she's the best. Like if you this- would never come away from this movie and be like, that's all her fault. Yeah, or like, like she's a yeah. villain. She's there were so many lovely empathetic moments with her. One of my favourite yeah. beats in the whole movie where I go, it's, as you said, like it works within the frame, the shitty like framework, um, like like restrictive uh, that it's it's been set up within is when she's on the other side of a door and 
is like being like, oh, like I'm so depressed, blah, blah, blah. This is happening. And he's on the other side of the door whispering like, I love you, I love you. And she's like against the door and she's about to open it up and like go out to him. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't do it. And she just sits against the door and I'm like, this person didn't ask for like any of this. Like she's so distraught. Like it's so, you just really feel it. Yeah. Uh, It's such like a beautiful human moment that then as the film continues to be like, she's evil and crazy and shit. You you never really lose sight of the fact that I'm like, no. Yeah, and it's agree. like she was warning everyone the whole time. Like whole she time. doesn't, she can't back it up with logic saying like, yeah. hey, I come from this old folk village where people turn yeah. to cats. Yeah. But like emotionally she's like, this is really distressing me and it's my truth. Yeah. And yeah. everyone is like, well, that's not true, but we'll fix you. We'll yeah. and it's like if any of them therapy. had taken her seriously and if mm. he'd been like, all right, I really need to listen to you. And then even if it's not logical, yeah. like he always says like, we, you, someone can cure your delusion. And it's like, well, to her, that's not what it is. Like mm. if you took her seriously, even though it's like this crazy horror plot, like this didn't need to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like our really rigid idea of like, you know, medicine for women, like psychiatry for women and stuff, <laughs> like screwed her over. She wouldn't have, those people wouldn't have died. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. I yeah. find it weird. Like, I think we'll go into it with cats a bit as well. But don't you think it's weird how cats always like, like this sexy animal, like they always symbolize like sensuality and stuff. It's like, it's a little fuzzy pet. Like like a little, like even like, I don't know, think of like Catwoman or everything to do with cats. Why are they sexy? But then at the same time, I'm kind of like, like Pearl, our cat. She's like so sweet. She's hot. She's hot. (laughs) They're always coded as being like a feminine and like I think because they're so slinky. Yeah, cats are feminine, dark and masculine. And like self, uh, self-serving and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting to compare like Arena to like a werewolf in other movies where like in some movies, the werewolf is kind of like a superhero. Yeah. Like it's like when yeah. you're a werewolf, you're like strong. <laughs> yeah. You can do basketball. You can do lacrosse. <laughs> like yeah. you can do flips. Whereas with this, it's like yeah. she is purely a victim. Like it really weakens her and brings her down to like mm. yeah. her most base instincts and she will kill people because she's so horny. Wow. Completely. Well, you know what? It sure didn't give her the ability to dance, to dance and sing. Yeah. Unfortunately. What's up with that? Yeah, come she on. didn't even have a song like, I am Irena. <laughs> the Serbian <laughs> cat. <laughs> yeah, let's get on to comparing let's these cats. Let's do it. Meow, meow. <laughs> okay, before we get onto the quality of both films more generally, I want to ask which film you think represents cats better. I was hoping you'd ask this the question. The animal. <laughs> Are you actually asking that? Yes. Yeah, I okay. think it's so obvious. I don't think it is, uh, Megan. It's I cat don't people. think it is. Okay. When I watched Cats, I had a bird box-esque experience. <laughs> what? Where every what? time I looked at it, I was afraid I might kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, oh, yeah. When we were on the way there, we were like, listening to some of the music in the car and you were like gripping the steering wheel. I was like, it's happening. Okay? <laughs> Cats um, made me so tense. I walked out of the cinema, which, by the way, I saw this film by myself in a very empty cinema. I bet people thought city. you were like a furry. Like, <laughs> it would have looked really weird. And like even being at like Melbourne Central or whatever, being like, can I please have one, two? to cats he was like do you mind where you sit I was like if I want to no like I don't want to be sitting anywhere so just put me wherever like it was just stupid maybe cats is exactly what it should be because we will talk about the chaotic energy of this film for the rest of time Australia should stop using coal and fossil fuel energy we should switch to cats chaotic energy (laughs) (laughs) energy. 
that shit up and like just the screams of people. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that makes me just know that this film cannot win for me in our comparison <laughs> is that even if it's like this huge shitty spectacle, the whole point of movies like that is that people will still go see it. And this film isn't playing anywhere. You literally, it was so hard to find a session time. Like if it's going to be the big it will be glossy like the disaster. Yeah. Did a while if ago. it's going to be that glossy disaster, like the greatest showman or whatever, then well, why do you mean like, like a midnight cinema kind it? of like the room kind of thing? Even that, if, if it's going to be culty like or if it's going to be a glossy disaster or if it's going to be like something that everyone has to see, even though you're seeing it through, you know, your hands over your eyes, <laughs> I am literally like, yeah, but then why can no one see it? Like I literally, it was so hard to watch. But Meg, we have a cat. Like, Did you not think throughout was. this movie... Didn't you have any moments where you're like, oh, my cat does that? No, not once. I literally watched it the whole time. I was just transfixed by the fact that they they had fingers. What about Why Ron did Tom they Tugger? have fingers? Like, song. Sometimes I want to do a thing and then I change my mind. Yeah, I'm like, like, my cat does that. Go, his line when he says, I'm always on the wrong side of every door, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, man. That's actually <laughs> really <laughs> true. But, like, one of the cutest things about cats is their paws. Like, everything good, <laughs> everything good about cats, that's it's so just cute. Oh, there's a specific you. song that someone sings He's and like, they're like, I crush my claw. And <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it's like, like, no, my claws, and we can see their fingers. Their fingers. Like, that's your fingertips. Aww. This and I don't Aww. understand as well. If you're gonna do this CGI, why wouldn't you just put them in like furry bodysuits? It's literally the same thing. What do you mean? Wait, like, like physical? Seeing, just like, literally, don't don't do the costumes. whole green screen thing. I, yeah. Don't do any of that. Just put them in a fluffy bodysuit. You know what? Like, like the goddamn stage. I think musical. there is like a more cursed version of this movie that's basically like The Lion King, like where yeah. they just have cats. Like CGI cats, CGI cats that are animated to sound like Taylor Swift or whatever. So like, which, by the way, we literally yeah. did not talk about the Lion King at all in Good. our yearly wrap up because it was it so was nearly hard. My, most forgotten. No, it was nearly, nearly one of my worst movies of the year. That's like genuinely the most soulless film I've seen in a wow. long time. It literally, yeah, like, this is so, just like whenever someone's like, like screaming like "No," its face is literally like <laughs> so placid. Like, <laughs> it's so gentle. Uh, um, with uh, cats, for me, the thing I think when I like reflect on it is if you have, if you take out memory and is it memory ghosts. or memories memory Mem- memory okay sorry go on. if you take out memory, memory and beautiful ghosts Touch it's a consistent me. product like top to bottom it is this fucking nightmarish yeah hellscape film that yeah. will literally stay with you whenever you think about it you literally just interrogate how did this happen like any great bad movie you're like in what universe did we get here like so many choices had to be made hmm. but because like things like that just make me where like, it takes itself really seriously. Yeah, you're like no, sweetie. Yeah, and I'm not sometimes it taking itself seriously is like part of the fun, and sometimes it's just like, well, now I'm bored. I don't know how much I agree with you because my favorite part of like Cats the show, the original property that I barely know, is her being like touch me and like doing the whole whole belt. That's me. It's beautiful, <laughs> but it just beautiful. feels like it's too good. <laughs> like it's too good for the movie. Know, there's something about this goddamn movie that throws me. I'm like, do I want it to take itself seriously? Do I not? What do I want? All I know that I want this from this film is to never see it again. Like I just, <laughs> I've left it what, in okay, the past. I have a pitch for you. What if in this film, it was literally just every actor and they just were wearing like normal human clothes that were kind of fuzzy and like tattered looking. And they were just, rep- just like suggested cats in some way. And maybe they just had like a tail. What's yeah. the set? And that was it. The set is like a lot more sparse, not as like 
Hyper-realistic. Dog I mean, more <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The flowers on you. Cat Come on. Yeah. Sparse what about stage. that? And then you just get to see each I kind of don't hate that. And you get to see the dancers like in total. Not as many stupid We're getting close away enough like, from the fact bits. that like it's not a good property. Like there isn't a ver- – like to me I'm like this is – everyone's like, oh, this is so fucked up. I'm like, yeah. So it's a cat's movie. Like cats is bad. how could you – like I just don't understand how you came – from this, this literally came from a T.S. Eliot poem, like <laughs> T.S. Eliot, like one of the greatest writers ever or whatever. And now we're, this is what we've ended up with. Like how I, is I anyone's agree. interpretation of Eliot poetry this? Mm. It's just yeah. so confounding to me. How did we get here? I don't know, but I don't want to be here. Mm. I want to be with cat people. Hurry well, up, climate change. Hurry no. up. Well, How about cat people? Kill the cats. What is the energy of a cat that cat people catches? What I think about it's the, the mystery. I think cats, like throughout all of like literature and art and stuff, I feel like they always represent like sex or death. Like they're always like a witch's little oh companion. Oh my God, wait, I have a, I have a point to make. Yeah. Sorry, this is to something that you were saying before. Why okay. are cats always sort of sexual or whatever? Yeah. I remember doing an essay in year 12 on Antony and Cleopatra and in Antony and Cleopatra, obviously like the Shakespeare play, it's like Rome is like this sort of regimented and very logical world and then Egypt is like the luxuriating, lusty, yeah. sexy. And Egyptian times, cats are like yeah. gods. Does it tie into that heritage maybe? Am I, I brilliant? So. I Did think I like, just come up with that on the spot? Incredible. Well, I think because look at me they, like even though they are pets. The eyes going to show up at our door. <laughs> they're <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think because like something that both movies kind of point out, even though cats are our pets, we're, they're still always kind of unknowable. And they're yeah. independent is our pet, you. But yeah. we all never know where the fuck she is. Yeah, we literally couldn't find her for two nights. And she'll just they like have a separate life. They have a secret name. I cats. They literally have their own life. There's nothing more exciting. Like literally one night I was like leaving. I was going for like a macros around like 2 a.m. And Pearl was like outside. I'm like, this is like her second part of the day. Like, <laughs> she has two days. Like she does yeah. it again at, when I'm asleep. This yeah. is true. And they have this secret history in Egypt. They have this secret. Wow, I just I'm really dwelling on they that. They represent, but, I think, this mystical like otherness, which I think unfortunately women are also pushed into that role in like so maybe it a makes lot itself, of stories. Yeah. Especially with like um when we're talking about sex and desire and stuff, like female, like sexual anatomy is still like a growing science. People, when oh, people yeah. talk about a dick, they know every part of it. When people talk about like female sexuality, we're like, it's a big mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Woo. The secret like, little G spot. We don't know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think cat, oh God, this is like really gone off on a tangent, but oh, I, love. I think cat people, both movies are interested in like cats being sexy and in how they move. Yeah. And what they represent, but also death. Like yeah. cats is about the cats wanting to have a new life and like nine lives and cat people is this dangerous cat being this like unhinged like animal mm. in a domestic space. Like it's mm. always in an office or in an apartment that Arena turns into the cat and, like, and that's attacks just a man. an analogy for- And it's like, because she's been caged up and like trapped, yeah. she is gonna bust Explode. loose and be yeah. this yeah. dangerous cat and kill someone. Oh, yeah. I, I think the less cat people says about cats, literally the more it achieves. Completely. The subtext mm. of cat people is explosive. And I love it's that. Obviously so we talked about that the history of cat people and its relevance and historical importance in what it does for horror, the way it's directed, it's like sound design, use of shadow. Mm. All those things are absolutely like, astonishing and still genuinely effective. Like the stalking sequences here are like really unsettling. The atmosphere of dread and fear in the film um, is so palpable. Um, But yeah, I I love that we talked about 
the like the terrific like subtext like the feminist gender subtext of the film yeah. within the confines of its time as well yeah. which makes it all the more admirable. it's interesting reading reviews and people being like the story's pretty thin or they're like we don't really know where she's coming from arena and watching it now and being like no yeah. i feel like i do know where she's coming from and yeah. can, her life would suck man yeah, you yeah. can see this film as existing within a category of like so many different ca- oh categories. I was like, Anthony, shut up, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about cats, okay? It's <laughs> a really serious discussion. Um, yeah, you can see it existing. Yeah, in uh, like feminist subtext, but also in f- like um, it make it makes itself so available to like f- you know body horror and feminine horror. Like I'm thinking of like. The 70s Stepford Wives and films like that, where it's kind of like the same thing. It's like mm. the demonization of feminine sexuality. Yeah. It lends itself to so many readings in a way that <laughs> what like Cats isn't even trying to do. And that's mm. disappointing, obviously, because it comes from a property that's really interesting and from T.S. Eliot, who like, has like so much to say and whose writing is incredible, but mm. Cats just sucks. I'm sorry, it just does. Cat people, I feel like it's so available to so much you can talk about it for ages and it's also like we're still talking about this film however many years on i think like it's like cat people is about this like really rigid like uncaring society where there's this lost like tragic female character Mm. and cats is this lost tragic movie in an uncaring (laughs) society we're all like get out of here (laughs) yeah Imagine if in a hundred years' time all movies look like cats and now we're like... God, I hope so. Oh, my God, it pioneered the way. Like we do with cat people. Like the Lucian bust, but for cats we're like the Derulo, like, (laughs) puff and lock or something. The Derulo levitation feet, yeah. So, Meg, it sounds like you're running cat people. I'm going to pick right meow and say cat people as well. Oh, he planned that. I'm going to put my paws up for cat people too. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Great win for cat people. Cat people won the cat fight. He's like, put your paws up. <laughs> yeah. High. Very high. <laughs> put your paws up high. Um, I think we did the effective thing of we obviously stated what the better film was, but we also <laughs> talked about a film that is we view too like we view yeah, cats too blank at level as funny and dumb. Cats reviews, but I don't think it's that bad. And let's I'm, look I hope into more it. movies dissect, get made like that. Yeah, let's yeah. dissect the beast. But well, indeed. before then we have to dissect a little furry triplet in the end. Meow meow meow. For triplet in the attic, we each have to make a jellical choice of a third, like feline kind of piece of media that you think would work really well with our double feature of cats and cat people. Noah, Hmm. what did you choose? Sing your song, introducing yourself to the jellical ball. I am the Noah cat. I am tall and white. Um, uh, what would what cat do you just quickly very what like of the I, actual the, cast the something cat no what's my quality <gasps> what's my defining trait the arrogant cat. The, shit <laughs> cat. <laughs> the ego cat um my my triplet in the attic this this uh episode I was thinking is there a cat punny maker with attic for the attic attic yeah yeah that um <laughs> is it's it's kind of a cool double one it's a great article. Uh, that's also on my favourite film journalism website. So this is just, you should check out Birth Movie's Death. It kind of has like honestly raised me 
with in regards to how I view cinema. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a terrific article on it called A Conversation with the Guy Who Took Mushrooms and Saw Cats. Yeah. It's by Britt Hayes and uh, it is exactly what I just said. It's so <laughs> funny. I'm going to read out a little bit of like a very short excerpt that uh, hopefully will make you go listen. As the mushroom effects increased, the film grew uglier to me. Just hideous. It began, <laughs> it began to feel evil. Much has been made about how aesthetically disconcerting the whole affair is. But on mushrooms, every little grotesque detail was amplified into hyper-realisation. They kept sticking their faces right into the camera, smiling at me with their white teeth and their devil eyes. Their faces were way too close to me, leaping out of the screen like I was being assaulted. Their whiskers. Oh, God, their whiskers were making my face itchy. <laughs> Yeah, we forgot to talk about Judy Dench at the end when she addresses you directly. Like, (gasps) breaks the floor and she's like, Now you've heard many types of cats. And you're like, And the film has momentarily momentarily gained a little bit of pace. And you're like, Oh, we're going towards the end. And then Judy just spends five minutes being like, And now to conclude. And you're like, And she's like, A cat is not a dog. And you're like, Oh my God, I sat through two hours. Do not patronize me. I know. (laughs) Sweetie, I know. Yeah, so that's my that article from Birth Movies Death. That sounds fun. Um, so my triplet in the attic this week, uh, as we were talking, I do think this, um, it would be interesting to watch cat people with another like body horror film of the seventies, something. I'm mm. thinking. What about like ginger snaps as well? Yeah. Or like That's the beguiled thing. or mm. yeah. Stefan yeah. wives, something like that. That's true. Anyway, but that was not what I originally came <laughs> up with. I came up with something much lamer and our really great listener, Ewan, who sent in an email this week will Kill me for this triplet in the attic because he hates Beyonce. Attack him personally for that. Wait, why does he hate Beyonce? Because she doesn't write any of her own music. And you don't have to defend someone that doesn't like does? Beyonce. That's weird. He just hates her. I don't know. He really does. Talk to him about it. But anyway, um, so my triplet in the attic this week is a, I was on French Exchange in year 10. I was very lonely. <laughs> it was like over Christmas time and my like French Exchange student or whatever had the flu. So I was kind of stuck inside. We weren't doing anything for Christmas because she was really sick. And I was just really lonely, really homesick, missing home. Um, And I can remember just watching this YouTube video on repeat to try (laughs) to get my shit together. (laughs) I think it's from like, um, what was that? Like the Beyonce tour, like the Carters. Miss Carter. The Carter World Tour or whatever. It's just this video. It's a. It's like the concert movie of Beyonce doing Flawless with Nicki Minaj, but Lay Twins, yeah. this like hip hop twin duo that are in Cats. They're in it and they have a whole little segment where they're like popping and locking. I can just remember wow. watching it and being like, wow, what a bad bitch. And like, look at these guys pop and lock. I wish and that I could do that with my Lay Twin. Yeah, no, <laughs> we can't pop and lock. No, we but can't. anyway, I just think it's a pretty good concert movie. And I feel like I owe it to my little year nine or ten self Aww. to like recommend that. It's not yeah. that good. Yay, Le Twins, Le Twins. Kind of fun. Anyway, there you go. Um, so after watching rewatching Cat People, I watched Curse of the Cat People and the Paul Schrader Cat People remake. And they're all good, but I just really want to celebrate my living actual real IRL cat Pearl. She's so, she's so cute. cute. Oh, and that is your triple. That's attic. literally just it. My triple in the attic. So obviously, most people won't be able to experience this cat. But if you're local to Melbourne, like, and we are in touch, like, you'll know she's. <laughs> I think she's a lot amazing. of people really like it's that just cat. Your cat. She's very affectionate. This I think because she's, she's been really around dogs like her whole life. Yeah. She's she like, sits on your belly like, like a little like. low. Um, yeah, mm. my girlfriend doesn't like. 
cat and is also allergic to them. And she loves Pearl. She ranked out yeah. animals and Pearl was number one. Wow. She doesn't, Sorry, a bit sociopathic, Darcy. Don't well, rank out animals. We love oh. them all equally. Oh, pretty valid, May's though. the best. Um, <laughs> because she's like Pearl has an awesome thing where like she has the great cat qualities of like mysterious <laughs> and we like analyzing loves to cat? snuzzle yes. up to you snuzzle. but also <laughs> has her own life and she's not too like oh I need you to take care of me she's very like and now I go do my own thing she pulls your hair yeah. in your sleep uh, she's pretty clingy if she's hungry she will bite the hair out of your scalp so she's cool and I think she's so, <laughs> she's so beautiful like she's so photogenic really I think pretty. she should be on like a cat this food is the most or something ever talked on this show and it's definitely because we're talking about cats oh yeah. i love it yeah i just love them wow, this is and fun. that cat specifically well done to cat people yeah well done to cats cats and people and dogs. these people these three four people in this room good on us we did it good cats. <laughs> and if you want to let us know if, you, if you're happy with our work why not email us at twinpeakspodcast at gmail.com check out our instagram our facebook page We'll link to them below. Yeah. And if you want to read more stuff about movies, cat-centric or no, why not check out roughcutfilm.com where I actually have written a thing about cats on there, but it was wild. It's, it's good. It's really good. Really I read funny. it out loud to uh, my friends when I was in the car. With Great. Them. We read it together. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It was good. It was yeah. really good. It's really supportive. There you go. Yeah. It was. Well, thanks for listening. What are we yeah. watching next, next week, though, friends? Ooh. Next week. Next week we are journeying into much more serious uh, territory. <laughs> we are going to be talking about uh, nuclear atomic warfare with <laughs> another twin film uh, set. We are going to be talking about Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb and Failsafe. Woo-woo. Really excited about that one. So watch along if you want to be caught up for next week. Yeah, watch along. Are either of them on podcast? Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are either of them on like Netflix or anything? Uh, no, we had to get no. DVDs. Yeah, them on oh, well. There you go. Damn. But watch them. They're good. Or be old and be around in 1964 and have seen the movies when they came out. Yeah. Like Netflix. probably not an option for many people. But oh true. well. Either way. Meow, 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 meow. Bye. Meow. Bye. Wait, which songs do we sing? Which should we do? Yeah, I'm not, do I don't. I I'll watched do, it once. I'll do one with Why you. Why do you know the songs? Could you? Oh, well, I never was there We talk about Mr. Mistopheles. Oh, God, cut it off. Magic. He's magic and he's black and he has paws. He That's says, it. I'm, uh, I'm black from the tip of my tail. Let them go. Let them go. Bye, 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 bye. Shut it down.